at this point, I don't know who I've told. So maybe I already told you. I doubt it. You never speak to me. Our <laughs> relationship is just for show. <laughs> IGN has hired me full time. Yay! Congratulations! There it is. I, you know what? I feel like I did know. Okay. Okay. But thanks for playing it up for the, for the I'm, podcast. I'm still very happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I think Savannah told me. Oh, okay. Because yeah, she called me after she got lunch with you. Oh, yeah. And... I saw her. Yeah. No, I know. She told me. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. It had been yeah, a while. Yeah. 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 No. She called me on her drive home. Mm. So that's exciting. Wow. That's really exciting. Um, so I, I um I got rejected from Sephora this week. <laughs> Sephora, what what? Like yeah, just to like do be a cashier. Oh, <laughs> they said we're good. <laughs> Not you, never you. Well, it's hard with those kinds of jobs when you are trying to pursue something else. Because like I I had a I actually had a few interviews at an Apple store. And like, you know me. You'd be good at that, yeah. I'd be pretty good at that job. You're my personal genius bar. <laughs> yeah. I go to you first, and then if it's an actual problem, you tell me I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm that stopgap for most people that yeah, I, yeah. you know, surround myself with. So, but I was interviewing for that job, like right out of college, right? And I ended up not getting the job because it wasn't like, they knew I was pursuing a different career. Like they want people who yeah. are actually like wanting to do this job, not as a stopgap, not as a, you know, just for now kind of thing. They want someone who's like actually. Yeah, I would just. So you can, you can, you can, you know. I didn't even, they didn't, I didn't even get to an interview. They rejected me immediately. Yeah. Like a day late after me turning in my application, they were like, nope, goodbye. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I mean, I, not that I really <laughs> I just want, you know, any kind of income at sure. this point. Right, right. Um, so I was just applying to like any sort of retail job that I, I don't think would make me want to like walk into traffic. Yeah. Like the <laughs> bar is really low. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they were like, no, thank you. I think sometimes people always say like sometimes it's maybe because I have a master's degree. Right. Yeah. And they don't. They, they realize like that. that. This probably isn't a career path for you. Yes. Yeah. They're like, you have a very, uh, but I'm like, I, I could be here for years. We don't know. Yeah. Right. I could sell yeah. makeup for years. Yeah. So. It's silly, but the, yeah, I feel like that's, that was probably their reasoning behind that. Not, not because you're underqualified yeah. for working at Sephora. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you have Also, to... I mean, maybe they already filled the position because they did like within a day get right. back to me yeah and they were and like usually oh, those things take forever <laughs> yeah we still have that up whatever whatever new it's it's a it's a season of new jobs for everyone uh, do you remember Not me well well everyone's either getting new jobs or trying to get new jobs um mm. my, brendan my roommate just got a new job uh yeah. i just got a new job brett yeah. remember brett ambrosic Mm-hmm. Good friend, good friend. He he's he's in the final stages of interviewing. Um, Emily, uh, who we've been hanging out with a lot recently, she uh, is looking for a new job because she hates Starbucks. <laughs> uh, I would kill to work at Starbucks at this point. 
apparently they've got good benefits. They have good benefits. That's what I've heard. I would love to work at a coffee shop. Yeah. I feel, here's the thing. I have no experience. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like, I don't know how to make anything, but sure. I feel like I'm, like, I'm a quick learner. That's what, like, if I could just get an interview, I could just be like, hey, guys, I'm no idiot. Yeah, right. Look at my I master's mean, degree. You know what? Sometimes I am, which is fair, but, like, I, I will work too hard. Yeah. Right. At any job because I'm I'm deeply afraid of someone yelling at me. Right. Especially if they're um, a sixteen year old who's a you know, general manager at Starbucks. Because <laughs> Yeah. Because exactly. let me tell you, that's who they hire. So like No, yeah, no, I the know. The bar is low for them. The bar is low. You are just... you are so high. You are so far beyond that bar. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I applied to a theater I really like that does comedy shows and oh. I actually really hope they get back to me because that would be amazing yeah and their application was fun <laughs> like i don't even think they asked for, they maybe they did ask for my resume i don't remember but it was like just like questions like you just had to write a paragraph for each and it was cool. like why would you love to work here and like why like it was just like fun questions yeah and i was like i walked into this theater and i was like this is what the inside of my brain looks like <laughs> if i had hired an interior decorator yeah it would look like this so I think that's a great answer. I think they're gonna like that answer. Yeah, I'll probably never hear back. <laughs> <sighs> a few days ago, I drank a few cocktails and then was applying to jobs. <laughs> okay, so I was like, at this point, whatever. Yeah, applying for jobs is a nightmare. It's all I do. It's I've been doing it for three plus years, and it's, it's yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. I go for months not applying for any job, not because I don't need a job, just because I don't I have the break. mental capacity to do it. Well, and I, I mean, what's funny is I posted like TikToks, right? Yeah. Of my job search. <laughs> and one of them like did pretty well. Yeah. And so then people were just like, all of my comments on my TikToks are really nice. <laughs> but all of these people were just like giving me advice. <laughs> Which a lot of it was was like nice and helpful and like it all comes from a nice place. Yeah. But there's one girl who like I have to imagine is like 15. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she, uh huh. Her profile picture is like Ron Swanson. <laughs> okay. Like posted on one of them and was like, "Have you thought about reaching out to your college's career center?" And I was like, no, "Like you don't understand the like they." They wouldn't have very specific industry information to help. Like, they're, they're kind of pointless in a lot of yeah ways. Yeah. Um, I mean, like grad school, maybe that'd be different, but also still, like, I don't think it'd be helpful. Yeah. Right. You'd rather talk to a professor, like an old professor. Yeah, exactly. Also, but that's like such generic advice. <laughs> also like, true. Yeah. Oh, you're. I didn't think about. <laughs> yeah, it's like step two on the. Yeah, list. yeah, yeah, and then. <laughs> And then they commented on another video. Same Ron Swanson girl. Same Ron Swanson girl. He goes, sorry to be creepy. <laughs> but, and it was a, I like posted like a dumb video. It didn't do well. Um, of like my resume skills and like, um, like to the uncut gems. Yes. Sound? Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but uh, right above that, you can see it says Berea, Ohio. Because sure. it's. It's under my education, you see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so this girl, Ooh. 
I'm assuming it's a it's a young teenage girl. That's what it feels like to me. Sure. Um, <laughs> commented and said, sorry to be creepy, but it seems like you're applying for jobs in L.A., so you shouldn't put that you live in Ohio. <laughs> um, like, you should just, like, not put an address, which also, like, very basic resume information. Right. And I was, like, trying really hard to figure out what she was talking about for a while. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I don't live in Ohio. <laughs> I have it for quite some time. And I like, couldn't grasp what she meant. And then I looked at the video and I saw the thing. And I was, and so I actually responded because she commented me like five or six times on different sure. things. And so I finally responded and was like, hey, thanks for the info. That's under where I went to college. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, <laughs> just so, so like so basic like people think i must be some like huge idiot <laughs> it, like to me it felt like <laughs> like you know you should probably spell your name right if you want to drop <laughs> a lot of people don't know that but on your resume you should put your you should put your real name like not a nickname yeah um nothing like, in quotes like, yeah it's like you should remove where you went to high school because no one cares like it's like yeah duh <laughs> like <laughs> i know and then one person was like you should use a resume service like that's how i got my industry job like there was some helpful stuff like that and they like recommended a place yeah i was like okay so then i reached out to that place and they were like we're busy (laughs) (laughs) i was like okay well (laughs) sorry to bother then i guess yeah (laughs) oh my god so still unemployed But I'm actually, I'm in a, I feel, um, I'm in a good place. I went to a comedy show last night. It was so fun. Sick. I had such a great time. Um, and it made me be like, LA is kind of cool. <laughs> it's that so, slow burn you were talking about last time. Yeah, it's such a slow burn. Yeah. It's such a slow burn. But it was a very, it was very fun. I got to see a comedian I love. Um, it was like such a cool vibe. LA is kind of opening up again. Like I went to a bar last night. Sure. It was crazy because I didn't have a mask on. So I was like, whoa, what's happening? <laughs> Living on yeah, the edge. It was, it was wild. It was like one of the first times I've been to a bar since I moved here. Yeah. It was just very fun. And I kind of a rarity because I'm like a bitch, but I really liked the movie we watched. Oh, yeah. So I'm in a good mood. <laughs> yeah. It's all coming up Millhouse. Yeah. Uh Good segue. Uh, welcome to film school. Uh, my you ruined is... it by saying good segue. <laughs> and just flubbing the welcome to film school. Whatever. Uh, my name's Tyler Robertson. With me today and always, Courtney Hill. How are you? Good. I just said that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> How are you? I'm well. Okay. Yeah. I started on Wednesday. Today is Monday for those listening. Um, yeah. My first day is, is on Wednesday. Um, it's... So I'm adding two. Uh, so I work six hours a day as a contractor, right? With no lunch because I'm a contractor. Right. Um, so I'm adding two hours to my day to make it add out eight hours. And then some kind of lunch I have to talk to my boss about, like, is it going to be half hour? Is it going to be an hour? What's the deal? But so that's really adding like three hours to my day. And usually when I get out at 2 p.m., I usually go to the gym afterwards. Mm. But I'm not going to the gym at 5.30 p.m. You could. 
I could, but no thank you. That is like when they are the, at their busiest. No one wears a goddamn mask at that gym that I go to. Um, so I'm probably going to be going in the mornings before. Based on everything I know about you, that sounds like it's not going to so, work out. <laughs> yes, you're right. Um, it's going to be bad, but I've done it in the past. There was a time when I was contracting for IGN, only working four hours a day, and then I would work for another company contract um, for like another seven hours. So I was working mm-hmm. um, seven to 11, and then literally I would get off from IGN at 11 and start at fandom at 11 and then work from 11 to 6 p.m. Um, so with no lunches, no breaks, no nothing. Um, so what I would do is go to the gym at 6 a.m. I'd go to the gym at 6 a.m., start work at 7 a.m. All work from home, and this is pre-COVID and everything. And I did that for like months before they fired me because uh, of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> See, my friend Heather, um, who you know, oh yeah, has been going to the gym at like 10:30 p.m. Oh my god! Like she goes at like nine. Like she goes after work. Yeah. At night. I think it works. She's like, no one's there. Yeah, but that's when I want to like watch a movie or play video games. You know. Like, that's eating into that time. Yeah, unless you just did it at a different... Yeah. Did it earlier in the evening. Yeah. I mean, since we're not getting into the movie yet, (laughs) we we had a... (laughs) This weekend... Yeah. How how fun. We played a virtual game. Oh, yes. Uh, Blood on the Clock Tower? Yeah, I had so I had such a good time. I was laughing hysterically the whole time. Yeah. And just gaslighting people <laughs> <laughs> all day. Yeah. It's like mafia, right? Right. Yeah. It's a mafia werewolf secret Hitler kind of game, but everyone gets a role. Um instead of just being like a townsfolk. Like even the townsfolk have like abilities that you can use and stuff. Yeah. But you use Discord and a website. And yeah. it's a real good time. It was so fun. Yeah. And we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. And the first time we, the first game we played, uh, I was the, the like killer. Mm-hmm. And I was and your helper. And then Tyler, yeah, Tyler was my helper. And when Hogan came in, like, he like went, like the guy, the narrator that I set it up, <laughs> went to each person to tell them what their role was. And when he came into, to where I was, I was like, this is a mistake. <laughs> what you've done here. <laughs> To make me have this important of a role, yeah, this game's gonna be over in two seconds. But then I won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And maybe, maybe one of the funniest things to ever happen in a game like that happened yeah. to you and me, where you were able, you had like an ability, kind of, to, like, you knew three roles that no one else had on the good side so that you could lie and say you're one of these roles and you know no one else has that so it's not like you're going to be like I'm the soldier and then someone goes no I'm the soldier you know that like no one else has this role yeah 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 so for comedy's sake I assume you picked yeah. the virgin you were I like did. okay I'm going to pretend that I'm the virgin cuz that was one of the options I was given right and because I texted Luke and said before the game started yeah yeah, yeah. I said if I get the virgin I'm going to be pissed yeah because that's a very silly thing. Because it's too. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then 
me as your helper, I didn't get those three options. I just had to lie just through my natural ability to lie. So I, for comedy's sake, picked the virgin. <laughs> so I said, I'm going to pretend to be the virgin and just hope that no one else has that role. Any of the good guys, none, none of them got the virgin because we were only playing with like six people. So not every yeah. role was going to be taken. Uh, <laughs> so then we were in separate rooms talking to people, lying about being the virgin. And then we all come into a group <laughs> and we both say, I'm the virgin. <laughs> and immediately suspicion is put on I both of us. I would also say, like to say that I think I played it off. You killed it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I. I. Whatever. Tyler folded immediately. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good at. It. He left the room. <laughs> he just went like quiet. He went uh, uh. and like left the room. And I was like, "What happened?" Like I just kept playing along. Like, well, what's going on? Like, mm -hmm. like blah blah blah. I don't know. This game works. And <laughs> Tyler just very obviously was like, "Oh yeah, shit. Okay, goodbye." <laughs> <laughs> I immediately got killed. Uh, so you yeah. had no helper for the rest of the game, but then that is you correct. played it off, and you fucking won the whole thing, the whole shebang, all by, all on your own. I was very proud of myself. Yeah, because I had people on my side. Mm-hmm. Somehow, because because the whole uh, both of us being virgins thing should have knocked us both out immediately. Like they should have killed me, and then if it didn't win the game, they should have killed you, and then they would have won. But. You finagled your way through. Yeah, no, I just good. placed the blame on someone else and went hard at her. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh -huh. And then the second game, I was the helper once again. And, and I knew it immediately and no one believed me, I would like to say. <laughs> I still died immediately. Tyler is still bad at lying. <laughs> He he claimed to know things he shouldn't have known, and then when I called him out on it, again, went silent. Luckily, in that moment, it was just the two of us, so I almost had it. And then I tried to explain it. it to people, but I, they didn't have their trust anymore. I was like, no, listen, Tyler, blah, blah, and they were like, well, that's how he knows it. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand how he said it to me. It was very clear that I had caught him in a lie. Yeah, I was able to try to, like, you know. You were still killed immediately. But then, yeah, they they still decided, no, he should die. And to be fair, they were right on both yeah. counts. Yep. But then Ellie won it. So <laughs> technically, I won both games that we played, but I also died round one both games we I played. I want to say the second, we should probably cut all this out. This is <laughs> so boring for people. But the second round, I was right about my whole, like, I was like, I think this happened, and I think Ellie did this, and I think she went after him twice for this reason. You had the whole thing locked down. Yeah. And then they all came after me, and I was like, I think I said, I was like, you can kill me. Fine. <laughs> Do You're going to look like idiots. <laughs> yeah. You're going to look dumb as fuck when you, when you end up murdering me. <laughs> Did they I murder you? It. No. Oh, okay. Oh, no, you were the last one alive. Yeah, I was the last one alive, and it was, yeah. And, and then Ellie. went again. Yeah. Oh, boy. But yeah, very fun game. Can't wait so to fun. play it again. Can't wait Probably to play with a, like a big group. That'll be cool. maybe playing it this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm yeah, I'm thrilled. Yeah, I kind of want to force Heather to play because <laughs> her boyfriend's really into gaming. Yeah, and I feel like he'd be good at it. So I might just 
Come on. <laughs> join, in. join the Discord. Join. join. <laughs> Once you figure out Discord, which by the way, it's very complicated for me for like 20 minutes, yeah, then the, it's easy. The app is set up like no other app is. <laughs> like the just the way you maneuver it. Um, and I've used it before is the thing. But I just never done something that involved. Yeah. Once you it, it's it's a very agile app. It can do a lot of things. Um, yeah. But once you once you get a hold of it, it's I love I love Discord. It's it was, a yeah, very it was useful awesome. tool. But anyway. <laughs> All right. So none of you heard what we just talked about for the last ten minutes. Um, but Coda. Uh, but Coda, um, which I I may have made this realization before, but I made this realization maybe again just a few minutes ago doing the uh-huh. making the document for this episode um coda has two meanings here because music and then because music the has acronym. codas and then there's an acronym that is is child of deaf adults coda yeah it's t- yeah two meanings that's great i you love when the english language can can do something like that for you you know what i mean exactly love it love it Ugh. Had you seen this movie before? I had. Um, I watched it pretty like r- pretty soon after it had come out. Yeah. Because it was just on Apple TV. And I was like, all right, let's throw this on, see what it's about. Um, but I think this time it was uh, even more emotionally impactful for me. Yeah, I cried. I yeah. very much cried at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's a heartwarming little story. It's really good. It's really great. Yeah. And the logline reads as 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 follows. This also is an insane logline. It's not it's what's huge. on Apple. This is not what on, it's on Apple TV. Yeah. So Apple TV is a sentence as it should be. Right. This is like a whole paragraph. But anyway. Yeah. As a coda, child of deaf adults, Ruby is the only hearing person in her deaf family. When the family's fishing business is threatened, Ruby finds herself torn between pursuing her love of music by wi- wanting to go t- by wanting to go to Berkeley College of Music and her fear of abandoning her parents. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the logline on Apple is just like as a coda child of deficits, Ruby is torn between her family and her love of music. Ah, yeah. Okay. And perfect. Great. Yeah. Yeah, this is more of a description than a yeah. than a logline. Uh, but it came out on August thirteenth, twenty twenty one. Uh, it was directed by, I th- so it's a very Irish name. Uh, I think it's Sean Hader. Sean, maybe. Uh, it is. A, it's a woman, but I think it's Sean, like more of a ah sound, like yeah. it's not Sean, like. What we think with a W. Yeah. Sean. Uh, it was written by also Sean Hedder, um, but it is based on uh, a French film. A French film that was written by Victoria Bedos and who, here we go, Stanislas Carr de Mel- Malberg. Sure. Sure. Uh, sure. And the, the motion picture it is based on is called La Famille Bellier. Um, which I, I don't know what Bellier means, but the family. Do you think Bellier is a is a last name? Oh yeah, maybe. 
Uh, it had a budget of $10 million, roughly, because that's from Wikipedia. I couldn't find a better yeah. thing. Um, but it had a box office uh, haul of $1 million-ish. Um, but, but it's again, also on, yeah, it's on streaming. So. Right. Uh, it's rated PG-13. It has an aspect ratio of 1.85 to 1. Uh, the first note I wrote down is, this isn't 2.39 to 1. <laughs> It's very tall. It's it's much squarer than uh, normal. It it feels a lot uh, more like a family video, which I think is apt. I think that kind of makes yeah. sense. Um, and it has a Rotten Tomato score of ninety five percent. Yeah, certified fresh. Hell yeah, very fresh. Quite, quite fresh. Quite fresh. Uh, the cast includes, but it's not limited to. <laughs> uh. Amelia Jones as Ruby Rossi. And I think it's her first film. Yes, her first, at least, big kind of thing. And um, she's great. She's great, and her accent is on point. She is a British person. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, you cannot she's tell. She's awesome. She's, she's killing really, that. She is really good and fun to watch, and honestly, I'm I'm surprised she didn't get an uh, Oscar nom. Yeah. Um, yeah. She also... Spent nine months learning uh, ASL, yeah. uh, how to sing, and how to sing with an American accent. Yeah. Um, wow. So, yeah. Killed She's it. She's great. And she had to touch fish, which is gross. Yes. So good for her. <laughs> um, Marley Matin, Matlin plays, Matlin. Yeah, Matlin plays Jackie Rossi, her mom. I love her. She's, She's an awesome great. actress. She has been on pretty much every television show yeah. you've seen. She's played a part. She's always amazing. And she's one of my favorite characters on The West Wing. Oh, cool. She's She plays Joey. I don't remember the last name. Um, and she's like a, she's like a pole, does like pole analytics and is there. And her and um, Bradley Whitford have a little thing. He's like Ooh. a little there. But she's so good and compelling and and. I always everything she's in, I'm like, wow, she's amazing. Like I and, wish she would get more roles. Yeah. Is she she's deaf, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She and and the father and I think the brother as well. Are I all... would assume they wouldn't hire non Yeah, hopefully. Deaf actors. <laughs> um I think kind of... Well, I think for the French version of the film there was only one yeah. one of them was actually deaf. Is that is that film older? Uh I think it was like two thousand tens. 2014 well yeah yeah we didn't care as much about things (laughs) but marley matlin is amazing yeah 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 um troy kotzer plays frank rossi the the father and he's great nominee yes good lord um him (laughs) saying go at the end of the film oh i'm gonna cry right now (laughs) I was like already like about to cry, and then and then that and I was like, God damn it! <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Um, and Daniel Durant uh, plays Leo Rossi, the brother. Um, yeah, that was the only storyline I thought could use a little more fleshing out. I I mean I liked it, but I just thought it kind of got lost. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, well I'll get to it in a second because okay. Uh, Do you not like that I'm giving commentary on each actor? No, no, no. I Do you just that. want to get I through the that. list? 
Uh, but it, <laughs> well, no. It, so it reminds me of Sing Street, uh, with the brother and the younger sibling yeah. who's going off and following their dreams, and how the brother, as an older brother, is dealing with that. I feel like yeah. the dynamics are very similar. Um, and you said you kind of said the same thing about Sing Street, where you wanted that to be. That Sing Street even more, I think. It, it was weird that at the end they were like, it was all about brothers, but, I was like, but it wasn't. The <laughs> yeah. thing is, it wasn't. This, I could definitely see the, like, it's one of those things, it's so nitpicky because I thought this movie was great, but if they would have just done, like, a little one bit more. more scene, one yeah. or two more scenes, like, with just the brother trying to explain that, like, he wants to be, that he, like, because his whole thing is that, like, he is an adult and he can, a lot, he can do a lot of the stuff that his family, like, Thinks won't he can't. or does, yeah thinks he can't yeah and we see it a little bit but I just wish there was like just a smidge more yeah um the reason I was gonna wait is because Sing Street himself is in this movie <laughs> he plays the love interest does he he looks so familiar well I'm an <laughs> idiot I was like who is this man I've seen him before yeah oh he's cute like what a cutie <laughs> I really liked them together he's yeah. okay yeah also doing an American accent which I didn't like it was weird to hear him speaking american english you know because i didn't remember he was sing street guy felt great to me but I, he sure. also doesn't talk that much to yeah he fair. does not he does not have yeah. many lines uh but i'll skip down to f another very irish name Ferdia walsh pilo uh sing as street miles. himself as miles yes yeah um cute john fior plays tony salgado uh the fish market guy which I don't know why he was so high up on the cast yeah. list, but um, Amy Forsyth plays Gertie, the best friend who ends up having a very weird relationship with the brother. I wrote another adult fucking a teenager. Yep. Welcome to the Oscars. <laughs> You're in. You're in. That's what we're into this year. Yeah. That's the the bar. But I kind of, th here's the thing, and, and this is really me making excuses. I think she's maybe 18. She is There's something not as creepy yeah. because they're seniors and he's 20 or 21. Right. It's so the, still like the gap weird. Is, it's weird just because of the whole legality of it. Yes, but the gap is The gap small. is so small. It's like two years. Yeah. She's 17, he's 21, I think is the. Yeah. So three. But. So not too bad. So yeah. But yeah, a pretty stellar cast. I think they all did a fabulous job. Yeah. Um, I thought the the teacher, um, Bernardo, mm -hmm. such a like stereotypical <laughs> like choir teacher. Yeah. Well, so d did you not like that? Because I thought they kind of fleshed him out to a point where he did I did feel... end up liking him. Yeah. I think at the beginning though I was like jeez like yeah. it was one of those things like I kind of also felt it like in um Licorice Pizza like the one the Barbara Streisand's assistant character mm -hmm. like was so just like and here's a gay man <laughs> in like the most like stereotypical like whatever way and it kind of felt like that. Sure. Um and then they do flesh him out more and he has like a wife and a kid and um he's not as much of a dick as he seems like in the first scene. Mm -hmm. I was like, stop yelling at these children. Um, 
Yeah. Also, like in what choir situation? Like honestly, like in high school, would you I have know. to every person sing individually? It's like no, we're here to be part of a group. Yeah. Also, it's like weird acapella choir. Like it's like a very. <laughs> I was just like, um, <laughs> not to be that theater girl, but. Yeah, this, this the, is not how this works. The depiction of choir as a school activity was not portrayed very well because that's just not how yeah. choir is. You sing yeah, classical and- ass music. <laughs> you do not sing <laughs> pop hits of the of the 80s and 90s. Yeah, using <laughs> shakers and tambourines. Mm-hmm. No, you do that in show choir. Show choir, like this was a weird acapella yeah say like this was like a college acapella group is how right. they treated it um yeah yeah you needed I'm... some some handles messiah and yeah <laughs> exactly that bullshit yeah um which also i would argue <clears throat> you would need to get into berkeley yeah because then she also sings a song that is very different but when you go when they first show up at the audition and she kind of listens in on one of the auditions that's happening that mm-hmm. person is singing something more classical and like well that person wants to be an opera singer so that's different. <laughs> true but but they um, think there'd probably be a, a choir song she'd have to sing something in latin right. yeah i honestly that's that's really truly my only complaint about this movie <laughs> like sure you can get nitpicky but like there's no way this girl got into berkeley there's no way in hell no. it wouldn't happen she it seems like she just learned what music is this year. There's a scene about them going over like what a coda is. They're teaching is. her, music yeah, they're theory. teaching her music, like how to read music, which to be honest, like there were a lot of people, not a lot, I can think of a few <laughs> that I went to high school with that were singers and were in choir and didn't play an instrument and they didn't really know how to read music. Mm-hmm. And then they went and did music as like in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's doable, but I don't think you can get into that caliber of school <laughs> if you haven't worked for years to right. hone your craft. Um, and I also think it's like, it's such a weird, um, one, it's a weird thing in movies where it's like, she's like, I don't want to go to college. And he's like, well, why don't you go to the best college? <laughs> and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I've never thought about it. Okay. But it's like, or he could have been like, why don't you look at all of these random liberal arts schools that have a music program? You can get into one. You can go into education. You can go into whatever. Or Like, you don't have to go. Like, it's like, it, 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 it's like all those movies where it's like, if I don't get into Harvard, I'm not going to college. It's like, well, that's dumb. You're not smart enough to get into Harvard then. Right. Because you don't understand how college works. And it's like a weird thing in movies now where all of the characters have to go to these huge deal schools. Yeah. Like, if you watched To All the Boys I've Loved Before, that series. Yeah, I watched the first um, one for context. Yeah, the first one, great. What a fun time. The third one, though, they're, like, looking at colleges. The lead guy. um, Noah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes to Stanford. (laughs) And it's so insane because it's like, I have not seen this character do anything intelligent this entire fucking series. And now you're telling me he's going to Stanford? Yeah. And in the the kissing booth? Mm -hmm. Which, for context, never seen any of them. Yeah. I love trash. (laughs) People should know this about me. I really enjoy... I will watch any rom-com out there. Sure. To be honest with you. Um, 
Those, those characters go to Harvard. Jesus. And they're idiots the whole time. Like, it's just <laughs> that it, it's like, why not? Why not send them be like, oh, I'm going to go to Kent. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so much more reasonable and relatable than like, I, I don't know. It just drives me insane. It's like you're giving I feel like you're giving kids unrealistic expectations <laughs> of college. Yeah. Of like, oh, anyone can just get into that. It's like, yeah. no, like you it's like an actual process. You have to work like pretty much your whole life to. Yeah. Do or you gotta have still a might family not. member who pays you? Yeah, I was gonna say, or to you, you still might not get in unless your family's rich. Yeah, um, it, that that really <laughs> was my big complaint about the movie. I was like, this girl is not going to Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> also, if they're in Boston, like I'm sure BU and Boston College have music programs. Emerson, yeah, like I almost went to BU. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's so many schools there. Like, why, like, pigeonhole her into, you could go to the greatest music school. Yeah. Which arguably Berkeley is, although Juilliard, whatever. Sure. Or none at all. <laughs> well, it's and insane. then because they're living in the suburbs of Boston and Berkeley is in Boston, it does kind of make the going away scene at the end kind of, like, less impactful. Because she, it's a 30-minute drive. I <laughs> did not realize they were in, like, Massachusetts mm -hmm. until the end when we saw the... Well, the only really... The only clues they give are, like, people are wearing, like, Boston Red Sox, Boston Bruins. And, you know, I, I right. sure wasn't paying attention to that. <laughs> I thought they were in California. And then Tony, the guy who uh, buys their fish from them... Mm -hmm. he's got a very thick Boston accent. So that is like the only. Yeah, I didn't. I thought they were in California. Yeah. Like the whole time. And so at the end, I was like, are they trying to tell me that Berkeley has a satellite school? <laughs> Wherever they just happen to live near. And then I was like, oh, they live by. So yeah, I, that is that is fair too of like, well, maybe this isn't such a big deal, her leaving. Like it, if she was, was. She wears Gavin Curtis, the key. <laughs> um, what accent is that? Michigan? Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what all idiots from Michigan sound like. <laughs> no, if she was going all the way across the country, I think it would be more impactful. Or even if she was yeah. going like two hours away. <laughs> right. Like if she can come home on weekends, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is. I, I get it. It's, it. It is a big deal. Um. But yeah, that does kind of take away from the stakes. Just a little. I mean, it's Maybe not. Maybe that's why they don't let us know until the very end. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. The first the first thing I wrote is fish are gross. Oh my god. Ugh, when they just What kind of fish are those? I don't want to eat those. Uh I think it, they actually said it. Was it halibut? Oof. It's like a it, or maybe not halibut cuz it's a white fish that's like very similar to cod. But it's not cod. But isn't cod not a fish? I think... Oh, I don't know. I don't know enough about... I think cod fish. stands for catch of the day. <gasps> what? I don't think cod is like a fish that's... Cod? I... I don't... I don't know. Cod. Interesting. Um, is cod <laughs> a fish? Is cod a real fish? <laughs> um... I think cod is 
a real fish. But it could be a bunch of different types of fish, I think. Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, well, they're catching all this fish, and then I presume they're already dead when they drop them down into the boat? Or maybe not, but they just I don't stab think so. them with that pick. I don't think they're pick. dead. They stab them with that pick and throw them, like, they're organizing them into, like, buckets. Maybe that's how they kill them. That is so, like, callous. <laughs> that's crazy. I think it's haddock. Haddock. Mm. Is what they were catching. Which it's is very... Gross looking. They they look disgusting. They look, like, flat, like... Flat, gross... You know, okay. Brown things. It, and stay with me. Yeah. You know in that one X-Men movie? Yep. The original trilogy. Yep. When he squishes his face through the bars? Yeah. When yeah. when he turns into a water, they try to turn that governor or whatever, or senator into a mutant, and then yeah. he, he becomes like a watery fish blob. That's what those fish look like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. And it and that's one of the... um. That's an image and, and scenes that have haunted me. Yeah, for years, I'm sure. For years. Yeah. Because you know I'm a huge X-Men fan. Right. Exactly. Um, Yeah, so that's what I felt like. I don't like fish. Yeah, same. Uh, sidebar, X-Men sidebar. Uh, did you know that they're um, they're doing the 80s cartoon? They're just picking up where they Ooh, left off. And that's like, really exciting. Yeah, they're just like a new season of the show picking up where they left off. In the oh, finale. I'm really into that, actually. Yeah. It'll be on Disney Plus maybe next year, I think. Huge. Yeah. It's called X-Men 97, like 1997. Yeah, so, no, I got that. Yeah. Because I think that's when the original show ended. Like, it ran from, like, 88 to 97. Ugh, awesome. Yeah. Very exciting. Anyway, fish are gross. Um, But she's singing, you know? She's singing while she does it. I loved that intro to to, to the her. family of yeah. like her singing and and like if you really went into this and didn't know anything. Yeah. All movies would be better if you did that. <laughs> yeah, tra- I get why we have to have trailers, but they suck. Yeah. I try even not knowing, to watch them. Even knowing the logline, like even knowing like a little description of what the movie's about can be enough to like not not ruin, but kind of ruin the intro to a movie, like the beginning, the first few minutes of a movie. Because the first yeah. few minutes of a movie is assuming you know nothing, right? Of course, yeah. So, obviously. <laughs> but but even if you read the logline, those first few minutes are like, oh, yeah, I already know what's going on. You don't have to do all this for me. Well, and it's like, um, it's the it's the promising young woman thing of like the, the trailer for that really doesn't sell the movie like it sells a different movie and then it leaves i think left a lot of audiences like mad yeah that it didn't it wasn't what they thought it was gonna be yeah so so it's like damned if you do damned if you don't yeah so fuck trailers yeah um because yes the those intro minutes of this movie are so good at like establishing how this family operates how she operates within it and without it, you know, like as a in in school, she gets bullied and she smells because she works on the boat in the mornings, um, and it, it does a really good job of set, setting everything up. Yeah, and I'm also really glad we didn't have like a a 
like a moment where we had to redeem the bully, that girl. Yeah. I later was like, yeah, she's just a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, great. Because yeah. there there are people like that, especially I think when you're in high school. Yeah. They're like, you don't really get to see their redeeming stories. Like they were just mean to me. Right. Like maybe they'll mean. maybe they'll get better in like five years. When yeah, they... I was like, but I don't care about that story right now. Right. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, um, although I do think she should shower after being on a fish boat with fish guts before going to school. That's fair to be like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love the moment where the parents pull up listening to really hard rap music. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Just a hilarious, like, parents embarrassing you moment. But, like, this one is so specific to her and her family, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I think the movie does a really great job of showing us, like, how much love there is with this family, but, like, showing us Ruby's, like, she she's really fighting against it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you get to a place where you're just like, I, I need to change. Like, I can't deal with this anymore. And, like, every little thing is annoying you. Yeah. And I think they, like, it does a great job of, like, putting us in her shoes. Yeah. And realizing how annoying all of this is. Yeah. Even the even the sound design during the the scene where um dad is cooking dinner and mom is setting up plates. And he has she's like things like, you want to think about. And, yeah, she's and, like slamming the plates down on the table because she doesn't realize how loud that that is, you know? And yeah, she's, yeah. And she's like, Oh my god, I can't focus on my homework yeah. if, if you guys are clanging about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Ugh. Well, because I think this movie is intended for you know, like hearing people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the target audience. Like, and and it does a good job of making you, like putting you in her shoes and making you understand why it's annoying. Mm-hmm. The relationship between the mom and dad was so funny. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! They just fuck constantly. Yeah, they're just so into each other. It's crazy. <laughs> it's it's really too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And he, I thought, I thought the dad in particular was uh, really good at those comedic moments. He was so funny. Like his face, his facial expressions are so good, and like just how he he acts with his shoulders yeah. and everything. He's like, come on. The part where they have are having sex when Miles is there, <laughs> yeah. and then afterwards he's like, sit down. Like I need to, I want to tell you. And he's like, she, and the mom says, you need to wear a condom. And he says, put a helmet on your soldier. <laughs> and he's doing this whole, like, strapping the helmet on. It's so funny. through the mud with a, like, with a rifle. It's, oh, it's so good. <laughs> I, but I, I think, I mean, <sighs> a big part of this movie is, like, we, like, seeing this. This like seventeen year old who has to like is being forced to kind of act as an adult. Mm-hmm. Going and it to was the doctor. Me so sad. Like she's running her dad's business. She's doing all this stuff, and they don't real. They kind of like don't realize it and take it for granted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I was so sad for her. Yeah. <laughs> so much of this movie. Yeah. And like she has to go to the doctor's appointment. <laughs> yeah. To translate. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, and it's even worse because they have jock itch yeah and he's describing it like so viscerally (laughs) it's like uh barnacles and shit (laughs) 
Mm-hmm, <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. Stop, please. I, I, <sighs> I thought the moments where she didn't directly translate what he said was always funny. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, it itches. Yeah, yeah. I like after he said, said all that. When she translates it back and says, "You can't have sex ever again." Yeah. And they look at him. They look at the doctor with like horror. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes, two weeks." Two weeks. Yeah. Um, which still is is we, too much. Yeah. They go. They go impossible. Impossible. Yeah. He's like, I mean, look at her. <laughs> yeah. Which is good energy for a husband. Good, good for him for. Yeah, no, I'm proud of them. I just yeah. think like maybe not in front of your teenager, teenage daughter. <laughs> yeah, it's a little. Uh, it's a boundaries. little much. Yeah, it's a little much. I'm happy for you guys, but come on, <laughs> please. Well, one thing I wondered about was like why she was never involved in choir before because she doesn't join choir. Like, what other electives was she taking? <laughs> you know. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of uh, agree with that. Like, because she's a senior, right? You're right. Um, and like, like, um, screenwriting basics is always like, well, why now? Right. Like, why does this story have to happen right well, and now? They, and it is the college thing, but it's like, why is she getting involved in this right now? Well, and I, they try to explain it as she has a crush on Sing Street. Like she signs up. Oh, really? Up, yeah, like in the in when they're in line for, um, uh, to sign up for electives. Like it's just mm-hmm. a thing you get in line for one day. I don't know. That's not how it worked at Matter, but, uh, uh, yeah, no, they would just you had to put it in your schedule. Yeah, like weeks before school even started. Whatever. Exactly. Um, but she sees that Miles signed up for choir, so she signs up for choir. And she even has like a look at him. She's like, Ooh, he signed up for choir. Oh, I'm going to okay. sign up for choir. Well, because I kept seeing there were many moments where she just like w- was always looking at him. Mm-hmm. She was embarrassed by all the other kids, but specifically she didn't want to fuck up in front of Miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm more concerned of like why these kids are singing Let's Get It On. <laughs> yeah, which is never like brought up. Yeah, I was like, what, for a concert in front of their parents? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Also, all of the kids were such good singers. <laughs> Especially the shorter kid, the boy. Oh, yeah, he was great. He was very funny. I loved every time. He, it was like he had like two scenes, but I loved them. And he made a meal out of both <laughs> God, of them. he was killing it. <laughs> um, But like all of them were such good singers. And then when they were like singing that song, they were like, <laughs> It's like no, they would be belted. Like they're all good. They all, and they know it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when she tells her mom that she likes singing, her mom's reaction to it made me so sad. Yeah. That she was... said, "If if I was blind, would you want to paint?" That's a fucked up thing to say, mom. It is. It is. Because it's like, well, maybe it's not about you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> not everything I do is about fucking you over yeah and what what evidence do you have to the contrary like have i been doing everything in my power to make things about me and 
Yeah, it's also like I guess I guess she's just playing off of like, well, that's ironic that what you really like right now is singing. Like, yeah, that the one I, like, thing that's, we can't. Like yeah, that you like you want something I like that I can have no part in. Right. Um, but oh, it made me sad. Yeah. Um. There was like a weird like backstory about Miles. His parents are divorced or getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. And he his dad's a musician. Mm-hmm. So his dad is like, you have to go to Berkeley. Right. And I did. I kind of felt like that could have used a little more flushing out because it was just like whenever we saw his character, he was like, oh, my parents are fighting. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, all right, sure. Um, but this, I, I, and I also thought she forgave him a little too quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's so charming though. Like when he, yeah. when he was like, <laughs> when he's like, I'm going to text you every two minutes until you hang out with me. And she was like, that's crazy. And he went, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I won't do that. <laughs> but like also her forgiving him is just like, hey, jump off this cliff with me. Yeah. And then I'll forgive you. And I was like, why does that, why does that prove anything? Um, I don't know. I don't know, but I did enjoy him saying, like, do you think people will think this is a joint suicide? <laughs> yeah, maybe we should leave a note. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> oh, and she said, no, keep him guessing. <laughs> yeah, there Very was a lot cute. of good banter. Yeah, I really, I think this movie's really well written. It's really yeah. fun. Um, and I liked them swimming together. And I and then I was so pissed off at her family's reaction to her not fishing with them and, like, getting pulled over by the Coast Guard. Because it's like, it... Uh, it's like, well, it's not her fault that you, like, like the way you're living is unsustainable. And 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 it all hinges on your daughter. <laughs> yeah, on your 17-year-old who, like, oh, my God, wants a life that's not fishing. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it, it just, it, oh God, it's such good drama, you know, because, like, I get mm-hmm. both sides. Like, I get that, like, oh, she didn't show up to work and she's expected to do this and it's, like, a family business. But the... The way, and I think it's because, like, the dad's such a good actor, but, like, his, the disappointment in his face, where he's like, well, you weren't there, and if you would have told me, I would have right. figured something else out, even though we know, as an audience, know that's not true. We know that he wouldn't have figured anything out because they don't have any other options because, like, they haven't positioned themselves to have other options. Yeah. <sighs> it was just really good drama, I thought. Yeah, well, and I like how, at the end... All of them change, like the whole family. They all kind of flip the switch they need to flip to make their lives better. You know, like they, the whole family realizes that they need to let her go do her thing. Um, But at the end, we see like they have started making friends with the other fishermen, and the wife, the the mom, makes friends with the other wives. well, yeah, it, exactly. And it's such a like, like, yeah, they need to let her go, but also they need to like accept the outside world and be a little more trusting and a little less like closed off. Yeah. The, us versus them. Yeah. And and we see that change really nicely. Mm-hmm. But I also, I think something, <laughs> something <laughs> I really liked about this movie is like, because there was so much um, like subtitles. Mm-hmm. I couldn't look at my phone the whole movie. Sure, yeah. It like it was really a fun experience. Yeah. Um, 
it, it's like parasite like one of the things is like oh i i have to pay attention right it, in other movies sometimes it's like well, well whatever yeah um <laughs> and it's also kind of like when you go to the theater it's like well i can't be playing a game on my phone i have to actually watch this whole thing because i'm would be impeding someone else's viewing yeah and i it, it i really I, I think it made me really focus in a nice way but like her the monologue the mom does about finding out ruby was hearing when she was a baby yeah was so beautifully performed yeah that i was like this is it, it was such a cool experience but like this is like such an emotional scene i'm getting all of it mm-hmm. yeah and like really experiencing it but well, yeah when she said like i was just and i think it gives so much um information about her character of like i don't want you to be in a world that i'm not in yeah and like that is her you know kind of motivation for not wanting her to go to school and not wanting her to do these things it's like i don't I, it's hard for me as your mom to like know that there's things in your life i i'll never understand and i can't be a part of yeah i was like yeah Oh, so compelling. Yeah. And she has one of those moments with all three of her family members because then she has the conversation with her brother on the beach um, where they kind of have their fight, but it's in the end they kind of come to like an understanding. And then... Yeah, and it's not even a fight. He's just kind of like... Airing his He's not. Yeah, because I don't think he's mad at her. I think he's mad at his parents but doesn't know how to convey that to them. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause he he does he does like a um uh what's that movie where where um they like bring it they like take a gorilla and and he like lives with the family and then they have to like send him into the wild <laughs> back into the wild because it's for his own good. <laughs> They're like, go on, get. <laughs> oh yeah 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 he kind of does that he's like you have to get out of here it's for your own good yeah <laughs> what is that movie called i don't know but uh they did it they also did it in the pokemon uh anime um at some point uh ash has to get rid of his butterfree and then the episode is titled bye bye butterfree and um, <sighs> he does the same thing he's like i don't want you anymore go no one needs you <laughs> Anyway, that's what made me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then she has a moment with her father, uh, in probably my favorite scene in the whole movie, which oh is God, on the bed so of a truck good. after the concert. Um, uh, which, I, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked, but the the concert, the school concert, mm-hmm. I love that scene, um, because. Like halfway through, not even halfway through, a couple lines into her duet with Sing Street, um, everything just yeah, Miles, <laughs> everything just goes quiet. The whole like yeah, they no give her a wall of sound, sound, and we see with the camera turns and goes behind the family, so we're, it's like we're seeing their perspective. It's really cool. And then we we see them looking around at the audience, gauging their like what are they feeling about my daughter's singing. Cause I, I yeah. you know, um, and everyone's like having a good time. That audience was acting crazy. The the one woman <laughs> crying, I was like, this isn't okay. even a sad song. Yeah, it's a love song. And, and part of me was like, are you Miles's mom? 
Yeah. Oh, that would because that might make sense. But even then, extreme. Yeah. Um. What if this the, the backstory? That's Miles's mom, and that was the song her and her now estranged husband. Oh, that was no. their first dance song. <laughs> Miles doesn't that's, even know. Yeah, that's the backstory I'm giving it because that would make sense to why that woman was crying at a high school Just concert, sobbing. Like, yeah, they're both good. They're both gonna go to Berkeley. He's yeah. hot. He sucks. Yeah, he um, choked. Choked, motherfucker. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no one's getting into Berkeley. I I think I really enjoyed that too. I like the part in the concert where Gertie is like, she's good to the brother. And then he's like, oh, okay. And he tries to tell the mom and she goes, I wouldn't know either way. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I'm telling you that she heard it. Yeah. And it's good. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. It was really funny. And I also thought, um, I just like fell a little on my chair, but I uh, <laughs> was kind of thinking like, I was like, oh, I wonder if she's going to sign yep. the duet. Right. And then it didn't. And I, I also think a lesser movie would have ended at the concert. Sure. Yeah. And her parents would have seen how good she was. Yeah. And it would have been the end. And we've seen that in a lot of movies. You mm-hmm. know, they see the big performance and it's blah, blah, blah. But this like took it further in a nice way. Um, yeah. Because then after the concert, uh, we get the the scene with the dad where she sings yeah. the her part of the duet again, um, but he he like puts her his hands on her on her throat on her neck. He strangles her. Yeah. <laughs> but he's feeling her her vocal cords. He's he's feeling yeah. The he's vibrations. feeling the vibrations. It, it's beautiful. And yeah, it it's is, really sweet. It's really great. Well, because there's a moment where the um. After the concert, they meet the teacher. Yes. And he says, it's nice to fuck you. Mm-hmm. He means he signs, it's nice to fuck you instead of it's nice to meet you. And it's really, it's funny. And then the yeah. dad says, uh, nice, nice to, to screw, screw you, too. you too. Yeah. Um, also, huge, a huge reveal. The, <laughs> I can't believe you didn't catch this, Tyler. Mm-hmm. The choir teacher's wife yeah. is played by none other than Bella Swan's mother, <gasps> Renee. Renee? Renee. Renee Swan at some point. <laughs> Renee of uh of Ren- Renesmee fame. Ren- yes, the beginning of part of Renesmee. Yeah. I was so happy to see she had a job. I was I I thought she was, I think she's actually really good in the Twilight movies. I think she's a pretty good actor. <laughs> but I was thrilled to see her. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Wow, um, how fun. How fun. What a great time. Yeah. Uh Anyway, <laughs> but the the arc with the choir teacher, right? So he starts mm-hmm. off, he's kind of this dick, and he's like, you can't sing. <laughs> he's, um, yeah, he's very flamboyant. He's very stereotypical. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then he, he sort of becomes this mentor to uh, Ruby, and he's helping her prepare for her Berkeley audition, which she never would have gotten. <laughs> and he he has a very theater mentality of if you're not 15 minutes early or you're 15 minutes late um <laughs> which is what my uh theater director always used to say yeah. but she starts because she's forced to take on so much responsibility with her family mm-hmm. she starts showing up late to the meetings with right. her because she's busy teacher. at the beginning of the movie but then her parents um start their own business because they're getting shafted 
by these middlemen. Yeah. Um, so they start their own business, and Ruby gets even more important <laughs> to the business and has to take on more. So yeah, she she's already busy, but then she gets even more busy and starts becoming uh, tardy to her vocal lessons. Yes, and so then eventually the, the teacher's like, that was the final straw. Like, I'm not going to help you anymore. Mm -hmm. And then we don't hear about it anymore until after the concert when he's like, you could still audition for Berkeley. And I was like, bitch, you left her in the cold. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I wish that like wrapped up in a different way. I, or I don't know, even I Just don't, I wanted her to explain like she does a little bit. She says, I've never done anything without my family. But after the after the concert, he says like you should still audition. Mm -hmm. And there was like a little part of me that was like, did her? How did her family know the when time it was, of the audition? When it was like whatever you still have your slot. And I was kind of thinking like, and again, this is me putting storylines in there that, <laughs> that weren't present. Sure. But like the brother said many times, like I can read lips. Yeah. So I, I think even and maybe that's a deleted scene, you know? <laughs> yeah. Of him being like. They said the auditions tomorrow, or he yeah. said the auditions tomorrow. Right, and then they all go to the audition. Yeah, and because like I love how this family, like you, you could you could have them being deaf kind of define the family, but I feel like they have other defining features. Like they aren't a normal family, but it's not necessarily because they're deaf. Like they're goofy, they're like mischievous. They're very liberal. They're very like yeah, like kind of. They feel like kind of hippy dippy parents. Yeah. Um, so they have like I'm glad that they gave them, they gave, um, the family all these other qualities, and I feel like that was probably intentional, um, so that deafness wasn't the, the main quality. When they're of these very people. close. Right, and they're very close. So yeah. when they go up into the balcony, it's like, oh, of course they would do that. They're 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 these, you know, mischievous little 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 people who 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 like to, you know, break rules and have fun. Yeah. Well, and then she does her audition, and the and the Berkeley those Berkeley dicks Ugh. ask the question I've been been wanting the whole movie, which is. You've just started music. <laughs> she goes, I'm sorry, is there a question? I'm like, no, that was should it just be a comment that shakes you to your core. <laughs> yeah. Because they're correct. Yeah. Um, and then she sings, and I I like that he purposely messes up so that she can yeah. start over. He's like, come on. Yeah, he gives her this death stare. Yeah, and then she she signs and it's beautiful. Cause I think, I mean, that's the whole thesis statement of like she really it's like oh she has this choice to make between music and our family but it's really she needs to learn that she can exist in both worlds mm -hmm. and and find her place like outside of her family yeah like she it, it's really a story of like this is a 17 year old girl regardless of the situation who needs to find out where she fits in the world yeah yeah and then and and, and how that doesn't mean that you're you're disconnecting or like ejecting yourself from your family like yeah that doesn't yeah, yeah. have to happen either to find to find yourself doesn't mean you have to lose your family so exactly yeah 
And it's beautiful. And I love, and I loved when they look back and they see that she's not just like signing it, she's signing it to them. So yeah. It's like she's performing for her family. And it's really, I like the guy looked back and he smiled and he was like, well, it seems like we've got it. <laughs> <Except it's, laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I get it. Something different. Yeah. <laughs> something fresh, something new. Ooh, 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 ooh. Something. <laughs> we got something spicy to add to the roster this year. Yeah. <laughs> We can you really... tell that girl who's gone to interlocking for 12 years, she's out. <laughs> <laughs> this girl who just learned what a staff is, <laughs> is coming to Berkeley Every to probably fail her classes. <laughs> to probably fail her classes because she doesn't understand music. <laughs> That's music what I think. going to be a bitch. <laughs> yeah, she's in Solfege and she just starts crying. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> she's like, I didn't think I'd have to play the piano. And they're like, well, boy, you thought wrong. Oh, boy. Oh, well. Trial by fire. Yeah. The fine. good thing is when she drops out of Berkeley, her parents are only a half hour away and she can move back in. Yeah. <laughs> also, she didn't take anything to her dorm. A single duffel bag. She had bag a duffel and a bag. Backpack. I was like, that's insane. Ridiculous. Crazy. Also, let your parents go to your dorm. Yeah, what was all that about? Let them help you. My mom spent like two hours doing stuff. I wasn't even there. We went and got lunch. Oh, your poor mom. <laughs> no, she she wanted to like make it nice. No, yeah, my parents. Um, it wasn't two like, hours. It was like thirty minutes. My parents like would drop me off and then be like, "Bye, we're going on vacation." <laughs> I mean, that only happened once, but that is a thing that happened. They're like, we actually planned a vacation. We really need to get on the road. I was like, okay. All right. And then one time they didn't help. Well, they only helped me move out of the dorm once. <laughs> and my sophomore year when I had to move out, um, Krava helped me. <laughs> and I, I had a Ford Focus. <laughs> a a single, tiny car. A single Ford Focus. And it was so packed I could only see out the front and I think my <laughs> window. Sure. Like the driver's side window. And my tire needed replaced, and the car was so heavy that I had to go and fill it up with air every, like, 20 minutes. Jeez. Because it was, like, going down my parents. And then I came home, and the car also had no air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> I came home, and my parents were like, glad to have you home. I'm like, are you? <laughs> I'm soaking wet. It doesn't seem like it. <laughs> They're like, when are you going to unpack your car? I'm like, <laughs> when am I going to unpack my car? then I probably did unpack it. Um, yeah. But then my parents did drive to Chicago to help me move out, so it's fine. And your dad drove across the country with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeff and I drove. He drove the whole time. <laughs> and he put together furniture very quickly without my help. Wow. He he didn't ask for my help. <laughs> didn't seem interested. <laughs> he was like, I took it apart. I'll put it together. And then he did. And it worked, well. <laughs> worked out well for him. So this movie has been nominated for three Oscars. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, best Picture. I'm not going to read the producers because no one cares. Sure. Um, best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role for Troy Kotzer. And Best Adapted Screenplay for Sean Heder. Heder. Yeah. Do you think it'll win any of those? I don't. I don't think so. 
I, I think it'll probably get none of them. Unless, I mean, maybe s supporting actor? I don't know who else is in that category. This year's Oscars is real weird. Um, I could see it getting supporting actor. I could also see best adapted screenplay. Is was uh was it Spencer that was in, also in screenplay? No, I think Spencer's only Kristen Stewart. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't think its chances are great for any of them. But I think I think if I was giving out Oscars, I think those would be probably the ones I would give it. And maybe add um Ruby. I think it I think it got snubbed on um acting nominations. Mm -hmm. Because I think that Marley Matlin a hundred percent should be nominated. And I think it's actually kind of bullshit bullshit that she's not. Yeah, for supporting. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the only reason she isn't is because there's bigger names mm -hmm. that were nominated. Like Jessica Chastain and there, there are three actresses who, like, their movies aren't really nominated, just they are. Right. So Jessica Chastain, Kristen Stewart, and Nicole Kidman. Sure. And it feels like they were just, there were, like, a, there were so many movies this year, which I would assume is because, like... Backlogged from 2020. Movies were pushed, yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of things ended up being snubbed and maybe in different years, like, would have gotten a lot more. Right. But I think, like... Like, Eyes of Tammy Faye got nothing, and it does kind of feel like they need to give it, give something. it something. Same with Spencer, and kind of same with... Um, Ricardo's. Yeah, Ricardo's. And I'm not saying that they're not, like, worthy or those actresses weren't great, because they were, mm -hmm. but it feels like some movies only got a few nominations. Same with, like, Licorice Pizza. Like, I think Alana um, yeah. Haim should be nominated for Best Actress, but I there was such a... They had to like get in these other films. It felt like right. Yeah, I don't know where I was going. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I could think... see a winning best supporting, and I, I I hope he does. I thought he was great, and like the I would other love nominees... to see a uh, speech from him. Yeah, because <laughs> he won a few. Th I think he won a Spirit Award. He like won the yesterday. Spirit Award. Yeah, I didn't watch. I needed. I should have. <laughs> Yeah, so it's him, um, Cody Smith McPhee. Um, who that? Who that? Who that? Who? What was he in? Power of Dog. Oh yes, the boy. <laughs> J.K. Simmons for Ricardo's. For yeah. Ricardo's, which I think is stupid. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't. <laughs> I mean, he's that's that's really dumb. He's J.K. Simmons. He's he's J.K. Simmons. He's, he's great, cool. but he has his Oscar. Yeah, and he was and he deserved it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna totally mispronounce this, but Kiaran Hins from Belfast, which I still haven't seen. I think we should oh Kyron, yeah, yeah, Kyron Hins. Um, I've heard Belfast is amazing, and I really want to watch it. It is, and we should. <laughs> okay, and then Jesse Plemons. The homie. Fat Damon. Did you hear the story about Jesse Plemons and um, uh, Kirsten Dunst? 
that they're married. Yes, but the she had she was interviewing, she was on like a one like Jimmy one of the Jimmys, mm-hmm. and she was talking about, um, she got the call from her agent that she had been nominated for an Oscar, and she was like crying doing. She was home. He was mm-hmm. like Jesse Plemons was off doing another project. She was home with the kids, her kid. I don't know how many they have, but they have two, uh, I think. Yeah, okay. Um, and she was already emotional. Then she gets a call from her agent, like maybe two hours later, saying, "Your husband, Jesse, has also been nominated for an Oscar." And she just like lost her mind. It was it was a good story. <laughs> but also, like those nominations would have come out at the same time. Yeah, I don't. Or a well, few minutes later. I I wonder if she had early knowledge of mm, these perhaps, things. perhaps. Well, out of the movies we've watched, mm-hmm. who would you give best picture to? So that's Licorice Pizza. It's Don't Look Up, and it's Being the Ricardos, which isn't nominated, but sure. still, and Coda. Um, I would probably still give it to Licorice Pizza right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Coda would probably be second, like second place, if it if that's how the Oscars worked. Yeah. But I think when we watch Belfast, spoilers. I think I'm gonna love Belfast. I've kind of been saving it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Me, you ask? I, yes, I do. Yeah, I think I'd maybe give it to Coda. I really like Licorice Pizza, and I think Licorice Pizza is really an awesome, you know, piece of art. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the story in Coda is so... They were able to do a lot with a compelling story, where Licorice Pizza did a lot with zero story. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think I preferred coda yeah and i also think it's nice and important i know i talked about this all last year like oscar movies a lot of the time are not enjoyable yeah like they suck like they're like you get it you're like oh it's beautiful it's art it's whatever but you're like this is not a fun thing to watch this is not something beyond this year i'm ever gonna think about or watch again (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i think that's the real problem with oscar movies yeah is like I can't even think of one right now. But I'm never I'm never going to be like, you know what movie you have to see, what I really want to watch? Uh, Ma's, uh, Ma Rainey's <laughs> Black Bottom. I'm like, that's a movie I want to I watch with my friends or my family. <laughs> it's like, no, it's a movie I watched because of the the art of it and, and whatever. Yeah. I think Coda is a movie I would I will tell my parents to watch. I would recommend it to pretty much anyone. Um, and it is enjoyable, and I think it's a movie that, like, when I find it again in five years and watch it, yeah. I'll have the same feelings mm-hmm. regardless of its Oscar status. Well, and I think something that's special about CODA is that it kind of like on the surface level doesn't feel like uh, like an important... Well, no, I guess it doesn't not feel important, but it doesn't feel like an Oscar movie. It doesn't yeah. feel like it doesn't it's going to be... at all to me. Yeah, and yeah. it but it doesn't feel like if you heard the description and looked at the poster for it, you'd be like, "Oh, this is gonna be like a 
you know, it's going to have like a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes and it's going to be a fun little movie to watch. But it's so much deeper than you think it is at first Mm -hmm. that it kind of hides behind that and is way better than it even should be, you know? Like this could easily be like a throwaway Netflix yeah, hundred percent drama, like coming of age drama, but yeah. it's way more than that. Yeah, and that's really cool. Um, I have some rotten reviews. Oh hell yeah! Which are less fun when we do fun movies. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, there was a a really um like a theme to the negative reviews. Like they all basically said the same thing. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah. So this is from three days ago. Jesus. When was three days ago? You won't know because you don't know when we recorded this and you don't know what's going on. When this comes out, <sighs> you'll be so fucking confused. I did mention that it's Monday earlier, but. Yeah, but they don't know what Monday it is. That's fair. Don't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this person didn't leave a name. Um, this movie is terrible. It's the most cliche, boring movie I've seen in a while. I don't understand the high reviews. It's a bad Hallmark movie. Half star. And then I'll just read the second one. We can talk about it as well. Yeah, yeah. This is by Pedro C. January 24th, 2022. Another movie written by an algorithm with zero personality. These are the people that should be doing commercials. Can't believe Apple dropped all that movie. I guess they also, they are also crowd pleasers. Okay. So I think the consensus was that it was formulaic. Sure. Well, and that's what I'm, that's what I was kind of getting at with like, what it kind of feels like on the surface or like yeah, what you'd expect of it. Like it, it's, it feels like a Hallmark movie. I don't then, think it feels like a Hallmark movie because I don't think well, people are actually watching Hallmark movies. That's true. I um, haven't watched a Hallmark movie in probably 10 years. They would never. A Hallmark movie is never about a young woman. It's about a 30 year old <laughs> whose clock is ticking, <laughs> who's obsessed with work, who has an overbearing mother and who won't let the perfect man just love her. Yeah. And she can't enjoy Christmas. She's forgotten what the holiday is about, Tyler. Yeah. Which is don't worry. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Anyway. And family. And <laughs> but don't worry. A muscular man in a turtleneck <laughs> is here to tell her how to live her life better. Yeah. And it involves giving up everything that makes her her and being his <laughs> wife. <laughs> you people are not watching. Hallmark movies, and by the way, you should be. <laughs> They're great. They're I, fucking nuts. I think a better uh, comparison is the the Netflix like drama. Yeah, I think just yeah, just, hundreds just a of coming them. of age movie. Yeah. Um, because you know, like again with Licorice Pizza, that's a coming of age movie, right? Right. Um, but it's so anti formula yeah. that I actually think it's maybe to its detriment a little bit. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Not necessarily in like how good of a movie it is, but in appeal. But yeah, 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 right. Because um, I, I did really like Liquor's Pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think this movie does something really cool. Like people are talking about like, oh, it's so formulaic. Like there's nothing wrong with structure. Right. Uh, and script, this makes it pal- palatable for a much wider audience. For a huge audience. And script structure works because it works. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like those movies are successful because they f- they figure out how to hit you in the right way to where you understand the characters and then the drama happens like it's it is 
in a way a science and i think this movie follows that in a great way but also twists it a little so that it's not as predictable as yeah like i was saying like i think a lesser movie would have ended at the concert yeah and could have and it would have been fine yeah yeah i so i like don't agree or disagree with these like i do get it like yeah it's not what you'd expect like 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 ooh, what if this was non-linear timeline ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I get, I, I get that this is like simple in a lot of ways, but I actually mm-hmm. think that's what works about it. Mm-hmm. It lets you focus on other things too. Yeah, and like the the deepness of the relationships and the acting really shines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, what did you think of it, Cody? <laughs> I liked it. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I cried. I had, a, I had a good time. I cried. I um. Again, I think it's so nice to have like an Oscar movie that's actually enjoyable and that will hold up for yeah a long time because I don't think we have a lot of those honestly. Yeah, well, and it's one like uh, a lot of Oscar movies I wouldn't rec- recommend to like my mom or my dad or to like some friends honestly. Right, um, but like, but this one is I can recommend it to both parents. Yeah, um, you I'm going to call my mom after this and tell her she should, my parents should watch it. Yeah. And that I feel like that is sometimes rare. So. Yeah, I feel like it's really rare. Because um, here's the thing. Movies are art, yeah. obviously, but they're also entertainment. Yeah. So you do have to find a way to marry those things. And sometimes movies lean too heavily into one side <laughs> yeah how many oscars out of 10 would you give it 24 uh <laughs> no um i'd give it eight i think seven or eight seven okay. and a half because yeah. i do think there were things like as we talked about it i was like oh well i wish that was flushed out a little more i wish there was more detail like Whatever, but I think it's a very successful, beautiful film, and it made me cry, and I was in a bad mood when I started it, and I feel in a much better mood now. <laughs> um, Good. So unlike Don't Look Up, which I started in a bad mood and finished in a worse mood. <laughs> so yeah. this is very, this was very nice. Yeah. Um, I think I would give it an eight as well. Um. Yeah, I think I think the formula, the formulaicness of it doesn't really detract from it. Um, I think it just lets other things shine, like like we were saying, um, especially the acting, especially the writing. Like the dialogue is so fun. Yeah, it's re- the banter is really good. It's really yeah. believable. Yeah. When she tells your mom, like um, after your mom's like beautiful monologue, and then she's like, "You're a bad mom for a bunch of other reasons." Yeah. <laughs> really funny it's it was funny how many times i was and maybe it was just like subconsciously remembering things but like how many times i was like predicting lines throughout yeah. this movie yeah, yeah and then it happens and it's like yeah <laughs> yeah that's what you should say yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah i i guess like the only thing for me it because i don't know um is like directing wise and like cinematography it was like pretty like yeah this is a movie it was (laughs) yeah no i i agree i think there were some cool things like with 
you know, the depth of field and like the way they used focus. And I think it's really pretty a lot of the time, but also like truly $10 million is not a big budget. Right. Right. They, and yeah. they, well, and I think the, it might've been intentional anyway, like the decision, well, every decision is intentional, but like, I think it was intentionally made to look more normal, like, because it is about a normal family you know like yeah. they, i think they were going for that in a lot of ways yeah um, i think that makes sense but yeah did you notice okay so you know how she did the i love you thing with her hand but she like crossed her middle finger did you notice that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um that's r in sign language and i think it's their last name Ro rossi oh so she's doing i love you but like her family as well who does that? She does the it mom? at the very end. The uh, Ruby. Oh, okay, okay. Um, because they're all doing it normally to her. Yeah. Like as she as she drives away, but then she does it with the with the uh, middle finger around. Yeah. Um, that's cool. And I, I, it's never said, but I think it's for her family, like the mm -hmm. Rossi family. Oh, we didn't talk about the scene, but when the when the teacher is like, "Well, how does singing make you feel?" And she says she can't describe it, and then she she signs how it makes her feel. Like she's like, I can't put it into words, and then she signs it. Oh, that was so cool! I like yeah, that, that was, was such good. a beautiful. <sighs> we should all learn sign language in school. Yeah, we, it's, it's so stupid. useful. It's you should crazy learn, useful. You should like. I mean, we should also learn like Spanish. Yeah, but I feel like ASL... Like, in el in elementary school, you should be learning a bunch of different languages. But, like, also, like, why not just be doing ASL all the time? Yeah. Like, there are so many instances where I want to communicate something to someone and we have to be quiet. Like, any time that is a, f a thing, you can just yeah. be signing. It's also, like, just, like, watching the mic, it's so beautiful. Like it, Yeah, it it's, is cool. It, I, I was just, like, uh, uh, you know, I was, like, a child, like... <laughs> My eyes were <laughs> wide with wonder. Yeah, right. Well, I do feel like I would be very bad at it. Like, oh, same. If, if someone if someone was signing very quickly at me, I'd be like, "You're gonna have to do all of that again and much slower." Like, yeah, but I mean, I guess it's like when you're a, like when you're fluent in a language, like yeah, 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 yeah. But, but yeah. Well, that's Coda. I think the time is. Come and gone. Come. Yeah. I think once again we come to the sad part where we must end <laughs> this podcast and, and not a moment too soon as there is a leaf blower or something outside my apartment. <laughs> That's fun. It's so fun. So do you think Belfast for next week? Yeah. What else? I haven't looked at your list in a while. What else is on there? Belfast, Coda, Dune, King Richard, Power of Dog, uh, The Lost Daughter, Nightmare Alley, Drive My Car, Tick, Tick, Boom. Oof. Okay. But I don't think we'll get to all of them. Yeah. I I, I think we can... So many good ones, though, man. So many good ones. I've already seen Tick, Tick, Boom, obviously. It's also not nominated for Best Picture, but I yeah. think it's a great musical adaptation. I think I've seen it um, three times I, at this point. I have seen it, I think, three times as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I really hope Andrew Arfield wins. Yeah. 
Um, but Belfast? apparently King Richard. Apparently Will Smith is. I don't. I think rumored. we need to do King Richard. Oh, I'm not that. Interested. I had. I saw the trailer and I was like, I have zero interest in this. Yeah. Well, go, I, my, all the love to Serena and and. Yeah, I think they're amazing. I don't yeah, know. Amazing people. Yeah. Um. I think Emma though said she would she would do King Richard with us because she loved it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, maybe her and her mom, Robin, TikTok <laughs> oh. star, Robin. Nice. Um, so King Richard, Belfast, I really want to do. I really want to do Lost Daughter and The Power yeah. of Dog. I watch Power of Dog. I've heard it's boring. I get it. Yeah, I've it's, been it's told the... by you and Hogan that it's boring. I like that director, though. Yeah, it is beautiful. Like it's Jane Campion. Shot. And also, female directors, bitch, we love it. Yeah. Um, Belfast, though, and... I really want to watch Lost Daughter. I've heard a lot of mixed things. Yeah, I want to see what it, I think of it. <laughs> Have you seen it? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Well, we need to do that. So I think we should do Belfast maybe next week. Okay. We didn't have a guest this week because scheduling yeah. is hard. Um, and it's going to get harder with the full-time job. <laughs> Yeah, but I think if we stick to Sundays. Yeah, I think it, I think it's just gonna. This is going to become a weekend. Thing. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, Belfast is like twenty bucks, though, isn't it? It is. You do have to rent it from Amazon Prime. Oh, from Amazon Prime. Because it is an Amazon Studios yeah. movie. We could right. look up. Maybe it's coming like to streaming soon. Like I... maybe at some point. Yeah, like, just we'll be have free. to look into it. Yeah, because if it's like gonna do that like in three weeks, then we should right. wait. But then just wait till next next episode, and then yeah. But okay, sounds like a plan. You can also go see it. I can go see it in theaters. I think. I don't think it's playing anywhere. It might be. At I'd Cedar have to go Lee. kind of far, but that might be fun actually. Yeah, that it would be a good one to watch on like a. Oh, it's on also now only six bucks on Amazon. So. Oh really? Oh sick. Twenty twenty dollars on Apple. Oh weird, because it's an Amazon Studios movie. Yeah. That is odd. Well, maybe they can hedge there because it's owned by them. They can lower the price. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but maybe I will go see it in theaters because that sounds very fun. Hell yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Leave a review. Whatever. I mean, yeah. at this point, guys, what yeah. more can I fucking do? <laughs> Indeed. I'm at Tyler's New Groove. Corny's at Court L. Hull. How did I... <laughs> How did I explain it? Uh, Ellie was trying to follow you on TikTok while we were playing uh, the... Blood on the Clock Tower. Blood on the Clock Tower game. Yeah. And... Uh... <laughs> I was like, court, like law, like the like you go to court. L, as in the the male version of the in Spanish. Yeah. And hull, the hull of a boat. Yeah. I got I got way too deep, but but she found you. I used to in high school write my name as court Q U A R T knee. <laughs> K-N-E-E. Yeah. The letter L, the letter N, and then draw a boat with an arrow pointed to the bottom of it. 
It's not a thing I did a lot, mm. but I've definitely done it before. Anyway, follow me on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, follow the podcast at Film Schooled FM. Oh yeah, on that too. Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> and uh, until then, we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Yeah. And cut. And cut. Beautiful. Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs>